Hi everyone, this is Ian Clayton here from Origin Gate. We want to thank so many of you for listening and enjoying our podcast. This year we are going to be taking up a trade um, training day and that's going to be occurring in December. On December the, the 11th, which or 10th in America or 11th in New Zealand Pacific time, really want to encourage all of you to consider giving something. I know that uh, many of you are listening and some of you have traded into what we're doing already, but we want to be able to bless the instructors of the um, podcast and be able to help facilitate some administration. So um, we want to bless you guys as well and thank you in advance for listening and enjoying the podcast. I hope that you have a fantastic year and we bless you. Look forward to seeing you on that last um, Origin Gate for the year on the 11th of December. Thank you very much. Shalom. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is Origin Gate's daily podcast. My name is Matthew McDowell and I'm delighted to be here with you again for another Insight of the Day. So today, um, yeah, today I'm going to share on, I'm going to talk about a journey that I've been on for a while and Honestly, it's a journey that I'm going to be on for a while. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if this is with I, I don't know if with all these journeys with the Lord um whether you always feel you're at the start. <laughs> I don't know if you guys get that feeling. That's the feeling I have. The feeling I have is that I'm always the start of my journeys with Yahweh. And it's it's often quite hard to see uh look back and see the ones that you've been on. <laughs> So I make myself laugh here just thinking about that. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, there's a journey I've been on for a while and likely I think I'm going to be on for a while. Um, And that is, it's to do with wealth. So it's a journey to understand wealth. Oh, well, that's the positive. So the positive framing of it is a journey to understand wealth and to engage with wealth. Um. And the not so positive side would be a journey out of poverty. So the negative frame, the negative framing of that that same sentence is that it's a journey out of poverty. And yeah, I think I spoke a little bit before in my background here, where uh, and it's it's a funny one. So that that idea of wealth and poverty so often is is framed purely in a financial in a financial way <clears throat> and I think that's probably a good place to start is just with a distinction that I think poverty and wealth <clears throat> are not financial terms but they are ultimately reflected in your finances so you can be rich and in poverty uh, you can be poor and you can be wealthy I think that's something that everyone kind of intuitively knows when people will tell the stories of traveling to you know some place in the world where they maybe don't have the comforts of or the the, the technological comforts that we would have well that I'm so blessed to have in in the country that I live and meeting people who are just full of warmth and joy and peace and love and happiness and understanding that the amazing wealth that you can have is non-financial and that really that's a that's a that's the primary wealth and I think that's kind of yeah, that's kind of, I've jumped ahead of myself a bit, but that's kind of the point of what I want to share today is I recently, um, this is something I've recently learned. So yeah, so 
good distinction to make that really wealth and poverty are, are, are not financial terms, but they, I do believe that they are ultimately reflected in your finances. So the condition of wealth and um, the, 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 yeah, so the, the condition of wealth, I would say produces, produces wealth, financial wealth. So the condition, let's say spiritual wealth or emotional wealth, physical wealth, these things produces financial wealth. And in the same sense, and um, often poverty, a mindset of poverty, that's maybe mindset is the right term to have settled on here, but a mindset of poverty, poverty will produce, um, or will be, I would say, will be an 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 inhibitor of financial financial wealth. And so this is something. This journey for me probably started really early on with my journey with the Lord. And it's I guess I would actually guess that for many of you, I think it's a fair thing to guess actually that for many of you the story would be the same. And the reason I'm going to make that assumption, so to speak, is because Yeshua spoke about, you know, I think the two things Yeshua spoke about primarily were the kingdom and then money. So I think they're the top two things in terms of, you know, the amount of things, you know, amount of times that Yeshua spoke about them. So the kingdom, I think, first and money second. I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't uh, research that before coming on this podcast here, but I believe I've heard someone say something along those lines. So so this is so this is I think this is actually very likely that many of you have had similar experiences where through engaging with Yeshua and through giving your life to the Lord and all the amazing uh, blessings of that that and, and engaging with the kingdom, the likelihood is to some extent you've had a, a parallel journey or that that has produced in you some um, awareness of finances and of stewardship um yeah and and influence and all of these things and oh my word this is a this is i'm realizing just that this is a massive topic that i've decided to impart on for uh, 15 minutes but we'll just say maybe this is just the start of um, a number of episodes on this but um yeah so i think likelihood is many of you have been on a similar path where once you once you received you you know you this is something that the lord has highlighted to you and that's certainly the case for me so Probably the starting point was, I think, 2013. So I think I came to the Lord end of 2012 or early 2013. And, um, you know, I just moved back to my mum and dad's. I was about 25 years old. I was, you know, I'd been running away from Yahweh for a number of years. But this is me eventually coming back and giving in, so to speak. And got, you know, saved, got baptized in the Holy Spirit, all this stuff, and started going to prophetic meetings. So we started to pursue Yahweh with busy with all my heart. And part of that was, yeah, attending probably as many meetings as I possibly could <laughs> and conferences and the like. And here, just any time there was a speaker in town, I was there. And particularly, I think that prophetic stream was where I was at. It was before I'd really heard of Ian and this kind of mystic stream, I suppose. Um, so I was, it was primarily kind of pro- prophetic stream and yeah I remember I went to a prophetic meeting I think with some members of my family um, and also it's actually quite funny is Oichi my wife who my now wife was there <laughs> but we were just friends at the time and it was a lady called Sharon Stone and many of you may have heard of her she's quite a famous prophetess from from the states 
And then we went to this meeting. And here's like side note on that I learned from that meeting was if you want a word from <laughs> the prophet, wear a bright t-shirt, right? <laughs> because um, at that meeting I wore, I had this really bright like fluorescent green t-shirt that I'd for some charity thing I'd done at university that I was wearing. And, uh, and I think that contributed to me being picked out of the crowd for a word. But anyway, as it happened, this lady, Sharon Stone, she pointed at me from crowd, she's like, you, whatever you stand up i stood up here actually this is really funny she asked is your wife here with you isn't that crazy so she said is your wife here and i was like no i'm not married even though at the time sitting next to me was my wife to be we didn't get married for five or six years after that you know or it wasn't that long something like that anyway so that's crazy isn't it like she was like is your wife here but anyway i said no and she she began to prophesy over me and she just said Lord is going to break the spirit of poverty off you and off your full family. And as she, soon as she said it, man, I just, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And uh, yeah, oh man, I just started weeping. <laughs> so I just started bawling my eyes out in this, you know, I'm just standing up in this room full of strangers. You know, I'm sure many of you guys have been there. It's a weird place to be, but... <laughs> And this spirit just like hit me and I just, I just started to cry. So I just started bawling my eyes out. And uh, yeah, and, and that, that was kind of it. You know, I cried, she prophesied. I can't remember everything that she said, but it was pretty much that, you know, Yahweh's going to break the spirit of poverty off you and off your whole family. And I think she may have even said she's, he's going to use me to break the spirit of poverty. So, so I, I was like, okay, great. So it's kind of been a journey since then that's just always been there and on my mind i've spoken in previous podcasts how then i've ended up amazingly and so so something i'm so exceptionally grateful for is connecting with marius Elenus and spending some time with him and those of you who have listened to his speaking this is the funny thing is like he's really he's been really going after finances for a number of years so here was me coming from my poverty, back, my mindset of poverty and my background kind of of a poverty mindset and never having much money to, I was so fortunate to spend time with, with Marios in the US and even just being in the US, oh man, you know, just money is, the attitudes towards money are so different to that in the UK. And just being around Marios was so challenged, man, I was triggered every day, I think I was there because there was some discussion of some kind of finance, finances of some description. And I just, I just was, I struggled with it. It was just something that I'd never engaged with. I'd never pursued. And here Yahweh was like taking me on this journey and almost, I would say almost kicking and screaming, to be honest, like that, that, that I was kind of. Being, being led down this path of trying to understand these things, understand finances, understand, and particularly, I think, understand wealth. So this is, and, and so this has been how many years now? Uh, six, seven, eight years that Yahweh has been slowly working on my heart with regards to wealth, with regards to finances. And there's been, I'd say there's been so many been a lot to learn in that and actually i'm thinking now i need to go away and maybe chew with that a little bit more and come back to you guys with with more on this so i might speak more on this in future episodes but what i wanted to share today was just a breakthrough i had recently on that subject of wealth and it uh it came uh 
maybe three, a couple of months ago. So basically, a couple of months ago, Oichi and I took a holiday. And we went with our son, David, and with our good friend, Jane Schroeder, who also shares this podcast. And we went to uh, the south of Ireland. So we went to a place called Wicklow. And I actually recorded, Jane and I, because we both recorded on the podcast, and we both had one due, we actually interviewed each other for our episodes at that point. So if you want to go back, you can go back and find those. I think I called mine a mystic entrepreneur and was just chatting to Jane about her entrepreneurial endeavours. Um, and she also uh, interviewed me, and I can't, I, don't know what, I can't remember what, I don't know what she called it, but it was a lot of fun. We had this great holiday. Um, yeah, we were going down, to, specifically wanted to visit a few friends down there. And we'd searched around for Airbnbs and we'd find a couple of good options, but they weren't they weren't revealed at the right time, whatever. We were having some difficulty with it. And ultimately, these friends of ours found, found us one, spoke to someone they knew at the end of their lane. And uh, she had an Airbnb there available. And... Yeah, so we took that and we went and stayed. And we, you know, whenever you don't book the place yourself, you're never really sure what you're going to get. So we went down there not not knowing exactly. We obviously trusted our friends, but you're you're always slightly nervous. You're going to go down and it won't be great or whatever. But we went down and we found the, the address. We pulled into this place and it was absolutely incredible. It was the most beautiful, the most beautiful places I've ever stayed in. It was a beautiful old house. I think it used to be. It was maybe. An old, uh, I don't know what the word is, like a parish, like attached to a church. So for the whoever the minister was, um, so it was a beautiful old house. It had a number of barns around it, and one of these barns had been converted into a, a, an Airbnb. So into a and B. So it was a converted barn, and and yeah, and around the house it had lots of other. So it had a beautiful, absolutely stunningly beautiful walled garden, just bursting with life. It had uh, an orchard full of apples. It had, you know, hens running around. There was dogs. There was horses. There was massive oak trees and sycamores and sweet chestnuts and all this kind of stuff. So just absolutely stunning and abundant place. And that's kind of the the realization that I had while I was there. Um, was just and I, and I think it was the time of year as well. So you know, I'm recording this right now around the time of thanksgiving in the u.s and i think you know it's a good time to have a holiday called thanksgiving in the u.s you guys are on to something there because this this really is a time i think where there's so much that that kind of this the the autumn basically or fall or whatever you call it is a time when there's so much to be thankful for because the abundance of nature is so apparent so we were getting up in the mornings and I was taking my son David for a walk around the grounds of this house and we would walk to the walled garden and he would pick some raspberries and he, he loves apples and apple was one of those first words. So he would go apple, apple and we'd go to the orchard and pick himself a little apple off the tree and we just walk around you know, like munching these raspberries, crunching an apple, blackberries were just there's an overwhelming amount of blackberries this year. I don't know if that's just in the UK or other parts of the world, but we had such a bumper crop. And so we were picking these blackberries and David loves blackberries. So he was picking them, opening them down. And I just felt so incredibly um, grateful for just the amazing abundance of nature, of, of provision that was around, that was available to us. 
And what kept coming to me was, you know, this is true wealth. This is real wealth. You know, the the fresh air, the, the you know, the good weather, you know, being with my son and my wife and friends, eat this fresh fruit picked off the off the the, the tree or off the, off the plant. I thought this is true wealth. And and what I really wanted to share today was the amusing thing that kind of came afterwards was I listened to a guy who gave a definition of wealth, a guy called Peter Sage, and his definition of wealth was exactly what I'd experienced, even though I hadn't realized it at the time. And his definition of wealth was a perception of abundance triggered by gratitude. So I just really wanted to share that with you guys today. Um, I hope... You know, it's blessed you. Just, a, a, just bear that in your mind. Meditate on that. A perception of abundance triggered by gratitude. That is true wealth. And if you have wealth, wealth will, will come to you. So bless you guys. Shalom. Uh, and until next time, keep well.